Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Profit Profile Podcast. The podcast where hair professionals get tips and ideas on how to build incredible iconic careers within the hairdressing industry. Now this week's episode is an episode with none other than Justin Carr. Just Cuts if you follow him on Instagram. This guy is a top celebrity barber which looks after some of the biggest international football stars all around the world. I mean this guy flows from Russia to Dubai, wherever the top people want him to do their hair, he is there looking after them. Guys you are going to be super inspired by this guy sharing his story of how to build a career beyond the chair that looks after celebrities and i'm sure you'll be pretty much interested to hear what he has got to say so guys next up is justin carr justin carr how are you welcome to the profit profile podcast Yo, bro, how are you? You good? good? I very well. Um, At the time of this recording, we're in the midst of Corona lockdown. Tell me, Justin, how has it been for you with this whole lockdown situation? Oh, mate. um, To be honest, I just don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) I'm always busy. I'm always doing something. I've had to shut the shop. So the staff, they're like the teammate working. It's, It's a hard time, man for like the whole industry and especially as like barbers are f- like it's, it's an, and the hairstylist is like a common stat that we're like the happiest in our job you know what I'm saying like yeah so it doesn't feel like we work so when that's taken apart like taken away it's like whoa this is this is serious as well so like forget like for that financial sides the actual like day-to-day of like socializing and being around your peers and uh, your clients it makes you like appreciate it more so it's just a time of like reflection to sit back and be like yo we just appreciate what we've got in front of us man because it can just be snapped away in a second so absolutely so what do you do to occupy your time well i've been trying to jog in that <laughs> <laughs> have you ever jogged before or is it literally you learned it from scratch just no you know from... it's obviously when you're younger you used to jog but i get caught up in my work and i'm always working and always traveling and doing stuff that i never like I just don't take it up. It's not a thing that I'm that I'm gonna do. But since then, I've been like jogging more. I've been watching like Netflix series. Hey, yo, that Tiger King, bro. I've got I've got to watch it. Everyone's telling me how lit. Oh, he's lit. He's lit. He's lit. I can't lie to you. He's really lit. Um, and other than that, just been chilling and spending time with the fam and that. And that's it, man. Brilliant. So let's talk about the work. I mean, you know, you are. Um, a barber to the stars, a barber to the England football team. You've flown all over the world doing stuff. You've been, I'm sure I've seen you in uh, your Insta stories, flown, flown to Dubai and partying and living up the life. Yeah, Tell man. me about the life of a celebrity barber. <laughs> that celebrity, that celebrity barber tag, bro. I just feel <laughs> like, I don't even feel like I'm there like that. You know, I'm always looking like, yo, who's the next, who's the next guy? Who's the, who's the guy doing it like that? Um, But no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, no, it is. It's one of them ones where once you're in it, it doesn't feel like you're in it kind of thing. Right. It's like from the outside, people looking in are like, yo, this is crazy, this is whatever. But once you're in it and you're amongst it, it just becomes like like a normality because you're always around it and you've worked so hard towards it. Like, that it, it, it didn't come overnight for me. It wasn't a thing where I woke up and 
I was just there. Like it was a thing where it had taken time, a lot of hard work, a lot of hours and a lot of things that, you know, like you just waiting for people, trimming people, pushing and progression and, and then getting to the point where you are, you're just like, well, I'm here now. This is, this is, this is really it. Like this is really what we've done and what the hard work can what prove. Cause like, like every other barber or most barbers, they start when they're like young, like 15, 16 or whatever. And they work in the shop and then, they progress in any avenue that they want to go in. For me, it wasn't an avenue that I thought I would get into. It just kind of happened. Like, and I just worked towards it and I kept working towards when I started seeing, I was like, yo, I could, this could be a thing for me. You know, like this could be, this is, could be like my selling point, my unique selling point. And I feel like a lot of stylists have their own unique selling point. And for me, it was the, the, the working with celebrities and football players and, and tra- traveling and just being a- amongst it and around it and building a brand behind it and then building yourself and being consistent the whole way through as well. Mm. Um, it's helped me get to where I am. Do you know what I mean? But it's lit. I can't lie. It's, <laughs> life, it's good. <laughs> you, you travel like private jets and stuff, like um, eating the best food around some amazing people and hearing stories and opportunities and, things are getting put in front of me that I would never have if I was just standing behind the chair. And I don't disrespect anyone that stands behind the chair because I, I still do that. Like, I still go behind the chair as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm still I'm still working in the shop and I'm still standing up on my feet. Like, some days, 14 hours, maybe more. Like, it's still a thing that I'm doing. So I don't want people to think that you get here and it just stops. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. yo, you cut one hair and that's it. You're a millionaire or something, something like that. Nah, man, we're all out here grafting and all out here working and it's just the opportunities you know and you get to be around people that everyone wants to be around and it's like whoa this is I don't look at it like that because they're my friends do you know what I mean of course of course so tell me what is the most insane experience in the whole kind of doing the 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 football celebrity lifestyle what was the kind of a couple of experiences maybe one or two what was the most uh the one that sticks out in your mind uh for me, for sure, was like when I went to Russia. Um, wow! And I was, I was over, over, yeah, I was over there to see the the England team and the Nigerian team, and it was just weird because I was, I was obviously, I flew on my own, and, and you go past the, like the checkpoints and whatever, like to get in the country, and you're like, oh, this, I'm really going to Russia. Like, should I be in Russia? I'm like, <laughs> should I be here? Is it safe? Like, I'm thinking some mad stuff, man. I'm like, yo, Russia. I, I watch a lot of action films. I've seen that. Russia's <laughs> really serious. Like, um, and then I was like, yo, this is... I'm here now. I've obviously gone through the airport, done what I need to do. Uh, went to the went to my hotel where I was staying. And I went like a day early or whatever, um, just to make sure I'm just there kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Um, and then after I've like, spoke to a few of the lads or whatever, they're like, what day are you coming? So I've gone to the hotel... It's like this massive complex or whatever. And like I've gone in and security's like doesn't want to let me in. Like, who are you kind of thing? <laughs> and then I obviously I spoke to the um the head of the like like the security for England or whatever and he knows me and we'll speak him. Yeah. And then he let lets me in and then I've gone in. There's like a there's already a, like a salon inside the um inside the hotel because wow. you know like big hotels they have salons yes they do indeed it yes it wasn't yeah it wasn't just built for the for the for the players it's like mm-hmm. it's already in the complex mm-hmm. and then like I've, I'm in there I'm setting up and then the day just started just rolling over and like people just started coming in and 
saying hello and I was just chatting to all the lads in there and and then like even like Southgate come and like said hello like oh, how you doing Justin mm-hmm. like what you know my, you know my name <laughs> wait you shaking my hand like, no. so like when that was happening things like that was like okay cool this is this is real for me this is somewhere that I'm in a whole other country doing a whole other thing and like like when we got when I go back home. I can see how people are reacting to when football's played, but I'm actually there as well. Like I'm seeing both sides, and like the England manager's shaking my hand, saying hello, Justin. I'm like, yo, this is this is crazy for me. So, yeah, it was it was one of them things, man. That's amazing, man. I mean, I mean, one time I'm opening my newspaper and I'm seeing you there with some other footballers and stuff like that. What does it feel like to be like in newspapers as well, just to open up and seeing your face representing the industry? In a paper, just saying that we're doing what you do. What does that feel like? Um, do you know what it is? I don't. I I try not to look at it too much. Like if, it, if it's on, like I won't. Like, I'll be like, oh nah, I don't want to see this. Oh, because I remember I know when I'm doing it, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Or I know like when people will snap it, um, or like if I'm doing something for like Head and Shoulders or Jameson or whatever, and I'm doing stuff like publicity, I'm like, cool, this is lit. But then when when I, I know what what I'm expecting because I've already seen the shots and everything, so I don't really look too much. I'm like, oh cool. But then when it's a, like a random one that I don't know about, I'm like, oh my days, let me see it. Let me see what it is. <laughs> like shouting people like, people like, yo, have you seen it? I'm like, nah. <laughs> so, um, I feel like f- for me, it's like I've, I've helped push the industry a lot. And it's not just me that does that. There's other artists and stylists that do the same thing. But I feel like I've gone down it in a, a different avenue or revenue, sorry, or avenue, both things. Um, it's all about the money, and, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to enjoy it too, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> both, bro. Revenue and Avenue, bro. We're trying to... Trying to They're kind of one now. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to like, collide them both together. Um, but it's just... Yeah, like, I've just been pushing the industry. And I feel like I've been doing it for so long. Like, it's proven now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been doing this, like, especially, like, the footballer scene and stuff. I've been in it for, like, seven years. Mm-hmm. And I've gone to, like, the Euros and... I've gone to the World Cup and I was meant to go again this year to the Euros and obviously because of like the circumstances going on in the world and everyone's it's everything's cancelled or, or moved forward so mm. it's like it's not just a fluke you know what I'm saying it's not just a thing that comes and it just goes it's like something that's solidified and I'm getting major deals with like big brands like Head and Shoulders and let's talk about that like, so tell me how you started to become an ambassador for some of these big first of all what are the brands and how do you feel that you've, you know, your profile, how's your profile grown with the brand? And how do you yeah. think they've actually identified you as an ambassador? You know, it was, it was like about four years ago. Um, I've done some stuff, like little stuff. Like, I remember I was speaking to one magazine and then I was in a magazine. And then when I was in that magazine, um, someone contacted me and was like, oh, I was looking for someone. We can't um, discuss where it is, but uh, there's an NDA we need to sign or whatever before before we can speak about whatever. It's an NDA and non-disclosure, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, and when that happened, I was like, what? What the hell? Is, what's an what's a NDA? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what's that? I don't have a clue what that is. I don't know what this is. This is not normal. I'm a barber. Like, I cut hair. You pay me. I I, I leave kind of thing mm-hmm. and then it was just a whole new experience of like learning and going to meetings and, and then they reached out because I was looking for someone and I, I kind of ticked every box that they was looking for 
Um, so I worked with them for a bit. This is head and shoulders. I worked with them for a bit. And then they was like, oh, we would want to take you on for like as an ambassador for the year or whatever. And wow. then I started working with them. And like my profile, of course, it, it, we grow together like branding. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like it's good branding for me. Do you know what I'm saying? And I still look at myself like I'm a black man and I'm working with uh, like head and shoulders. Like out of anyone in the in the, in Europe, there's only like three of us that work with them and Cade's working with them now. So Cade Carter, I put... Um, Which is actually not... He's, he's done a podcast as well. I've, he's on my uh, podcast as well, this one, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know yeah, Cade yeah. very well. I know Cade yeah, from man. back in the day. So very back, good barber. Way back, man. Way back. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They was looking for someone to do some artist stuff and I said, yo, I've got a guy for you, man. So I just reached out and it's all about connecting. Do you know what I'm saying? Of course. And like bringing people together and pushing the industry. And then from the back of it, like I'm working with like Jameson and Osmo and and like these are great brands, man. Like for me, these are like the best brands you can work with at the moment in the hair industry. And there's not many people that are are seeing like what it does for them and where it actually takes them. And if people are like investing their money into you, and then that means they're investing into the industry. And, and if they're investing money into you, then that means they're, they're trying to publicize you. And by publicizing you or publicizing, it's publicizing the industry. Mm. You know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. they, they, there's something that they can see in all of us so I'm just like cool I'll right now I'll just keep pushing through it and show people that it's not always just one dimensional it's mm-hmm. not just one way of thinking like I could have gone oh you know I'm just gonna work in a barbershop or oh you know I'm just gonna do celebrities or you know I'm just gonna own a brand or you know I'm just gonna but I'm like nah let me, let me try and touch on all bases and then I'm gonna try to do the tv stuff as well and presenting and I'm going to try and go down every avenue that is possible because we can, because at the end of the day, we're artists. So mm-hmm. if we're artists, we have a freedom to do what we want to do. And financially, if we're in the right place from barbering is always what it does. You're always going to have food on the, on the, on the plate, man, as a barber. Like you always did. It's not going to be a day where you're going to go starving hungry. Do you know what I'm saying? Except for coronavirus, if it starts taking it, taking its toll. <laughs> Blood. If it takes too long, it might be sticky. Sticky stuff. Phoning up the landlord, telling him, yo. <laughs> <laughs> can't pay you right now. Listen, man, I'm on pot noodles now. Don't be messing with you know me. What I'm saying? I might even give him free trims, bro. I might even give him, just chat to the landlord, yo, I'll just give you free trims. Just don't make me pay the rent, man. <laughs> Um, I think we have to go start getting medieval. If if coronavirus carries on, I think it's gonna start getting medieval, man. We're trading time yeah, man, for it's money tra- and it's it's trading, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's trade offs, man. I, I know a lot of people that have done a lot of favors for me for for a haircut. For a haircut. I think crazy. we're gonna go back to those times if it lasts too long. But hopefully, it won't do. It won't do. No, don't, 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 <laughs> like, don't do that, man. Let's Tell me about your brand, Just Cuts. What what, yeah. what what how has it grown and what, when did you start your brand? Um, so Just Cuts start like Just Cuts started for me when I was when I first started Instagram I was like how? I was watching how everyone had a name I'm like oh, people got names on this thing like my friend was telling me from two years before like yo we need to get get an um, Instagram account and I'm like what do I need Instagram for like what do I need that he's like bro you can show your work I'm like show my work I'm like I need to show my work it's works in right front of me bro like, what are you talking about <laughs> I was so ignorant honestly um <laughs> This was in like 2013 or something like that. So I started the Just Cuts account and a few people were shouting me out and stuff on there. And like it, it was slowly, it was a slow progression of like the branding of that, of Just Cuts, you know, like Just Cuts is me, like Just Cuts is what 
brands like and what I like and what I do or whatever. And then from the back of that, I started that feeling. But that feeling was like, it started off as that just cut feeling. And I used to post it on like every picture for like, the like it was like a, a process of like every picture. I'd be like, just cut feeling, just cut feeling, just cut feeling. And people can scroll all the way down on my Instagram, keep going down. I don't haven't deleted nothing. And you can see all the way at the bottom where it started. You can you can see clearly where it started. Um, all the way from 2013, I've still got them photos there. Just sometimes I like to scroll back and look. Maybe you might not be there forever, but it's there right <laughs> now. Um, and it, it, I was like, just cut feeling, that just cut feeling, that just cut feeling. And I was pushing it as that. And then I was like, I, I just felt like I couldn't brand it. And it couldn't be branded. It doesn't feel as much. And it feels too individual towards me. So I was like, you know what? How about I just call it something else? And I thought deep and hard about it. And I was like, maybe that feeling. And then I put the TM there, the little trademark at the top. I'm like, yo, that's lit. That looks hard. I like that. So I was like, you know what? That feeling. So after every haircut, I was like, oh, a celebrity or whoever it was, was like, oh, just gave him that feeling. Boom. That feeling, that feeling, that feeling. And, and people started to understand it. And they started to come back at me and be like, oh, man, I need, I need to come and get that feeling, man. Oh, I, need, I need to come <laughs> wow. get that feeling. I was like, like, yo, yeah, this is, this is working. This was... And this is literally archives. 2013 is when I, I first started the brand. And I was in a, I've been in three shops since then. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it was like I knew where I was going with the branding of it, that feeling. And I knew where I was going with Just Cut. So that, that feeling is gonna is like the branding for all of us. We all, like all my stylists, that we work together and we, we push each other and whatever. And they can take that feeling to wherever they want to take it. It's, that feeling means an emotion, right? So it's however you feel towards a feeling is an emotion so it's that feeling or that emotion that you feel towards the branding or towards our hairstyling or whatever you feel do you know what I'm saying and barbering changed my life and barbering brought me to where I am now do you know what I'm saying mm. so it's what it means to me as well as what it means to the client in the chair when it, how they feel after they've got a fresh cut and a fresh fade or however they, whatever they've got when they feel fresh they feel good mm. do you know what I'm saying so a lot of these guys uh, helped them get their wives and everything you know what I'm saying <laughs> 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 other things as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. I made them look look sharp. They, they got that sharp. feeling. Yeah, they got that feeling of going out and saying, "Yo, bro, got this girl." Oh, yo. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These times later, three years later, she's like, "That's the wife." I'm like, "Yo, I told you, bro. I told you." Gave me a plate at the wedding. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. So, video is a really big part of your branding. Um, tell yeah. me the relationship that you have with your videographer. Oh, about that relationship. My videographer, mate. He is, he's like my right hand. He's my go-to. He's, we sat down and spoke about stuff like, what, six years ago, maybe. Five, six years ago. We sat down and we spoke about everything that's happening now. So like all of the branding, everything, how we wanted it to look, how we wanted it to be, what, where we wanted to take it. Yeah, there was some more stuff that we put in there. And along the way, we've de- helped develop, but like he's literally, like he's like literally my right hand in this in this mm. thing, man. Like mm. I've got right and I've got left hands, you know what I'm saying? And it's, there's a lot of people that help push the brand, and and there's a lot of people like my team. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's nothing more important than your team mm. and the people around you. But he's been there from the beginning, like of this journey through, and we always continue to work together and. And develop, but I feel like having someone like that on your side is like 
Mate, it's slim to none, bro. There's not, there's not many people like like my guy. I'm telling you, mm. big up E, man. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So you know, so obviously building a brand, having these elements, these key elements, your team, the videographer. What what tips would you say for anyone coming through the industry to kind of do the things that you've done in your career uh, to build your profile to where it is right now? Uh, consistency. Stay consistent, no matter what. Like, yeah, stay consistent. Like, if you're going for something, go for something. Stay consistent at it. Mm. Times where it's hard, where it's late nights, we don't want to get up. You might have gone partying. You might have, you might be here. You might be there. Whatever. Just forget that. Just get up and go. Get up and go. Don't stop. There's always, there's always like a light at that tunnel. Do you know what I'm saying? There's always like a next step for someone to to take and push. So always think that, yo, this haircut, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to give him the same trim as I gave him last week. Or I'm going to, this week, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And like, put things together, like have a vision of where you want to go. It's all about the understanding of manifesting like where you want to be and what you want next and what's the next step that you want to take. So like, you can't just go into something like blind and not know nothing. You've got to have like some sort of vision of where you want to be and how you want to be perceived by people and then how, where you need to be as a stylist. Like, mm-hmm. there's always things to, like, work on. Like, I know, th- I, know I know personally I've got things I've got to work on. But I'm, like, why are I worried about what I need to work on mm-hmm. if I've got strong points? And why don't I just push my strong points as much as I can? And once I get there to, the, to where I need to get to, then I can work on my other points. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like that's how I view certain things. Like, everyone's good at one thing and not another thing. So if you're great at something, just push being great at something. Don't worry about the other thing. Because it's always going to come. Like, you can work on it along the journey, but your strong points always push it. Always push it. If you're, if you're good at something, show people you're good at it. This is what you are talented at. This is everything that you're good at. You're good at this this right now. But you've got other aspects of you. But this is the one that's working for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's so true, man. I, I, I hear so many people, and I, I, I coach people, and they, they'd always say, well, I, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at that. And they just focus on what they're not good at. And they're trying to make their not good better. And sometimes just make your best, your better, best. And that's really what your spikes are. You know, it's a book I read about. I think it's, 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 I read this book called The Spikes. And we all have spikes. So we just focus on our spikes and just be amazing at what we do. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. clearly, you know, testament of what you've done, built the profile and um, and just do an amazing thing and inspiring young barbers coming through the industry, which is amazing, man. Yeah, no, I feel like I've, I've just got to keep pushing and show people what we can do, do you know what I mean? And where, where it can go. Like, and clearly, you all can see where it can go, man. Man's on yachts and in <laughs> Russia and all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, it's slowed down, Chris. I'm telling you. Listen, everyone's slowed down, man. I'm 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 in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Everyone is the Um, same. Everyone is the same. Everybody's in the same boat. That's the way it goes. It's true. It's true. But yeah, no. You know what? It's just all about being consistent. And it's like, it's just all about how do you want to live your life? Like, like how, Mm. like, you're in control of your own destiny when it comes to these things. Like, if you've got a passion and you've got a talent, then it's like, whoa, and they're together? They're the same thing? Like, there's no stopping you. Like, mm. you can take it anywhere because every day doesn't feel like you're working or every day feels like 
you're really doing something you love. And if you're doing something you love every day, then <laughs> how can you not be successful at it? True. This like, is it. The most successful people in the world, like when it comes to these things, are people that are passionate and care, like footballers, musicians, actors, like like c- computing IT, like Steve Jobs. Like these people are passionate about something, and when they're passionate about something, they end up becoming something with like more than greatness that they even didn't even think they was doing. But every day they're just living that life because they love and they're passionate about it. Brilliant. Justin, it's been amazing listening to your story and just listen to a bit about your journey, man. Thank you again for joining us on the Profit Profile podcast. Um, I, I Sometimes I get messed up with the whole Profit Profile podcast, but I got it out twice without messing up. So yeah, I'm really happy that. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And, and where can people find you right now? Social media, where can they find a bit more about you and the things that you do? Uh, you can find me on like, Just Cuts. Um, on Insta, so it's J U S T S C U T S, um, or that feeling as well. So, yeah, that feeling, literally, that feeling. No underscore, <laughs> no nothing. Shout out to the team, man. Shout out Jordan. Shout out Amir. Shout out Uggs. Shout out Kai. Big up the shout out the team. That feeling, team. Big love and E man, the videographer. And I got shout show love all the time. Done. (laughs) Thank you again, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, wicked, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Okay, guys. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I have. We absolutely love Justin Carr. But before I wrap up, a final note for you is my bonuses. Now, I want to be able to share with you some top strategies of building your career beyond the chair. Just like Justin, you want to be able to maximize your career and live the dream. Now, I've got some great resources for you. All you have to do is go to the show notes and click on my top resources from the Elite Profile Academy. Now, this resource is is the pro secret to getting your work seen. Maybe you have created a photographic collection or maybe you don't know where to start to create that collection. I've put together the top secrets, the top strategies to get your work seen by the right people, giving you the best opportunity to win in the hairdressing industry. Guys, it's a free resource for you. So click on the show notes, the link in the show notes, or you can go to www.theeliteprofileacademy.com. If you go to the resource page and you can download that resource that you can actually get the information that will help make the massive difference in your career. So guys, until next week, have a great one.